Thank you for joining us for Sound Reasoning with Christian apologist and minister Perseus Poku of Sound Reasoning Ministries. It's our prayer that today's program will educate, train, and empower you to defend your Christian faith with confidence. Perseus has his bachelor's in history and a master's degree in apologetics. We hope you enjoy this time of equipping so that you can answer questions to defend your Christian faith effectively. Now here's Perseus Poku on Sound Reasoning. Welcome to Sound Reasoning. I'm your host, Perseus Poku. The Bible tells us to train up a child in the way of their mouth, and when they are old, they will not depart from it. In 2007, uh, there were two students who were praying for a sick teacher, and they were doing so privately on school campus. Uh, Another faculty member who was not involved with the prayer uh, between the faculty and the students disapproved of what they were witnessing. So as a result, this teacher reported the incident to the school. So the school responded by threatening to suspend the students for having this private moment with another instructor praying for them because of their illness outside of the classroom on their own time. This teacher disapproved and the school joined the disapproving faculty member in issuing a threat to the students. So they took it to court. The school argued that the prayer was presumptively disruptive and should not be allowed on campus. Now, mind you, they're arguing that praying outside of the classroom was presumptively disruptive or could be disruptive and should not be allowed on campus. That was the argument. However, when they took it to court, The judge disagreed with the school. The judge noted that prayer was protected under the Constitution under free speech. She ruled in favor of the students and commanded the school to pay the legal uh, legal fees of the students. In California, there is a bill, SB 48 which is intended to promote alternate lifestyles by rewriting the textbooks. In addition, there's also something called the day of silence. And it's a national movement intended to promote alternate lifestyle and sexuality. Again, the Bible tells us, to train up a child in the way of their mouth. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. Train up a child in the way of their mouth. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. You and I have a responsibility to train up our children, our youth, our young adults in the way of the Lord and given them 
the tools that they need to live righteously for Christ in this confused society. You and I have a task. Parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, Sunday school teachers, pastors, church leaders, grandmother, great-grandmother, we all have a responsibility. Fathers, we have an awesome responsibility. God has called us to leadership, and we must take on our rightful role and place as leaders by discipling our young people and showing them through our lifestyle how a Christian man ought to carry themselves and ladies how a Christian woman should carry themselves. We can't subscribe to this mantra uh, do as I say, not as I do. We should continue to instruct and teach the word of God. But many times it's more impactful when the youth see us living righteously for God. When both entities are working and complementing one another, it has a major impact on our young people. When they hear us talk about God and when they see us live out those creeds, it's a lovely compliment. It's not enough to say, I'm just going to live for Christ and never talk about him. And it's also not enough to always talk about Christ but only show rare glimpses of righteousness in our own lives. Our young people are counting on us to train them up correctly so they can live for Christ in this 21st century. They are counting on you and I to start living for Christ, to start making sacrifices to start living our lives in a way that brings sweet fragrances to the nostril of God. So we have an awesome responsibility. We talked about how some of the legislation in this country is basically conflicting with our biblical mandate. And that falls under what we call Christian ethics. And what Christian ethics tells us is when man's law conflicts with God's law, you as a believer have an obligation to go with God's law. Again, when man's law blatantly contradicts or conflicts with God's law, you have an obligation to stand under God's law. So now some school districts are now disseminating condoms to our children 
And the law tells parents that they do not have to be notified. In addition, some counselors are giving advice to our children about sex and sexuality as well as abortion, and they legally don't have to notify parents. A Christian student was called to the school's office, and this recently occurred and was bullied by the administration because she dared to pass out tracks to other students outside of the class time. One parent whose child received a tract complained to the school. And what did the school do? The school responded by creating a policy which stated that all materials must first be vetted by the school and uh, before they can be disseminated on campus. The attorneys for the Christian student defended her rights to distribute and invited other students to an event outside of class time. The case made its way up to the federal court, but eventually the school district relented and agreed to not interfere with students' legal rights to share literature with other students. It's quite apparent that in our society today, things are becoming more and more pagan. No longer can you and I assume that those in positions of authority, especially over our children, are open to tolerate their Christian views. In reality, if, we, if we're going to tell the truth, the opposite is going on. There are indeed instructors who are intentionally going out of their way in an attempt to persuade as well as dissuade our students from believing in God. We find such an example on the East Coast. You may not have heard of Professor Bart Ehrman, but Professor Ehrman is the professor of religious studies at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Professor Ehrman has authored many books, and in his books he criticizes the New Testament and the sound teachings that's been held by the church since the ascension of Christ. It's been widely reported that Professor Ehrman admits to trying to convince his Christian students to abandon their views and subscribe to his view concerning criticism and skepticism of the Bible. I wish I could say that uh, Professor Ehrman's story is in the minority, but that's not the case. Many of our instructors all across this country reject the existence of God and in their misery, they want to take other people with them. So they take pride in looking at students who they know are religious or even Christian. And it is their duty, 
according to them, to try their best to enlighten them, to cause them to become free thinkers, to liberate them from this crutch of believing in God. So when you and I send our children to colleges, to universities, and even to high school and middle school, and sadly elementary school, there are teachers who intend on pushing their agenda. And many times those agendas, those ideologies, those worldviews are not in the textbook, but they teach it. They share it with our students without us knowing. Again, there are teachers, there are professors who are intentionally going out of their way in an attempt to influence our youth and young adults. Professor Ehrman is only one out of many. And if you ever get a chance, uh, try to watch the movie Expelled. Expelled. And if you get a chance, or if you haven't done so already, you may also want to watch the movie God is Not Dead, which is very well produced, directed, and published. And those two movies reminds us, and for some of us gives us an insight into the temperature of our country as it relates to Christianity. Uh, many people have no problem talking about God, but when you start talking about Christ, they have an issue. And those same people, uh, due to their worldview, are trying to, again, influence our children to become free thinkers, to abandon their Christian upbringing because they've been enlightened. And we have to do our job by properly training them to stand, to stand for the faith that was once deposited to the apostles, which is now deposited to us. And we have to deposit it into the hearts of our young people. We must do our part to make sure that we teach, we train, we educate, we empower our youth to stand boldly for Christ while on school campus. Before you cast away my comments, before you say within yourself, this is not an issue. My child has been trained and they will not fall away from the faith or they will not abandon their Christian upbringing. Let me challenge you based on a research conducted by Prof professor Gary Railsback, approximately 30 to 50% of Christian students who took his survey as freshmen by the time they graduated they changed their views concerning their faith. So they started entering college as born again believers.
But three or four years later, during the exit interview, interview, the majority of them, fifty-something uh, percent, said they no longer were born-again Christians. So what happened between the freshman year to their senior year? And I dare to hypothesize that they came in contact with these individuals who have influence or position of influence and started listening to the secular, humanistic, naturalistic rhetoric about why God is not real and why uh, Christianity has no objective uh, connectivity to truth. So we have to do a better job. The churches have to do a better job. You and I have to do a better job. Everyone who pours into the hearts and soul of our youth have to do a better job of giving them the tools that they need to stand up boldly for Christ while they're away from us. So again, based on his research, Professor Gary Railsback research shows us that at least 50%, which is higher now, abandoned their faith upon graduating from college. Parents, guardians, pastors, aunts, uncles, Sunday school teachers, all of you that are listening to me on the radio waves. We can no longer sit on the sidelines and assume that this secular culture of indoctrination and pulling our kids away from the truth is not happening. We can no longer bury our heads and assume that this is not going on. Sadly, it's occurring right underneath many of our noses. Many of the teachers we've trusted with our youth and young adults are subtly chipping away at the moral fiber of our young people. So I'm asking you to please help us to better inoculate our youth and young adult. This whole show was designed to tug on your heart and your minds that you may consider sending your youth and young adult to the upcoming apologetics boot camp. This year, the boot camp will be April the 9th of 2016. The boot camp was designed to equip our young people, show them why we as Christians have a response to some of the attacks upon the faith to show them how God can be seen and how God's hands is on many of the things they're learning in a classroom. Our aim is to teach them how to reconcile reason with faith. And on April the 9th, we have a treat for our young people. Each grade level from middle school to college will have a breakout session 
just for that grade level. We will help them to think critically and to be respectful of their teachers without having to believe and agree with everything that they're saying. Our sixth graders will be introduced to apologetics. Our seventh graders will learn more about the intelligent design argument. Our eighth grade students will learn about the scientific evidence for God through cosmology. Our ninth graders will learn how God's handiwork is, uh, can be found in the discipline of biology. Our 10th grade students will learn more about biblical archaeology and how archaeology is supporting the, uh, the truth of the scriptures. Our 11th grade students will learn more about the trustworthiness of the New Testament manuscripts. Then our seniors will learn how to think correctly by introducing them to logic. Then our college students will learn more about how to stay Christian in college and how to choose a discipline or major that is in alignment with their Christian integrity. Then we even have a class for our parents, guardians, and any adults who may be interested. We welcome you to the 2016 Sacramento Apologetics Boot Camp. You can find out more information at www.sacramentoapologetics.com. Please sign up your sixth grade through college students. Please don't let this opportunity pass you by. The devil is constantly on the move and using our school districts to negatively influence the mind of our young people. And I implore you to please register your sixth grade students, your seventh grade students, eighth grade students, ninth grade students, 10th grade students, 11th grade students, 12th grade students, college and you parents can also sign up. We are looking for a great and dynamic time and you won't be disappointed. All of the syllabus is based on scripture and it'll help your youth, your young adults develop a more of a Christian worldview. And if we don't train them in this area of Christian apologetics, we will not later on be in a position to have that much of an influence in their lives. So please join me. And if you don't have any youth in your home uh, within uh, those grade levels, please consider sponsoring another young person. Again, let's do for the truth what others do for a lie. Thanks for listening to Sound Reasoning with apologist and minister Perseus Poku from Sound Reasoning Ministries. It's our prayer that today's lesson has equipped you to share and defend your Christian faith with boldness. Sound Reasoning Ministries offers training in apologetics, biblical studies, and systematic theology. 
Join in on discussions on Facebook at Sound Reasoning Ministries. For more information about the ministry, to send an email, ask a question, or support the ministry, visit online at srministries.org. That's srministries.org. Listen again next week at this same time. And remember, Titus 1.9 says, Hold firm to the trustworthy message as has been taught so that you can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. Sound Reasoning Ministries, srministries.org. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.